I like to write at night. I like the stillness, you know. I like the sound of the katydids. Living in the deep south, these bug noises are a part of the landscape, and they get really loud at night. It's a sound that is somewhere between comforting and creepy. I don't know if people notice them the way I do. I don't know that I've ever seen a katydid, but I can hear them. Anyway, it was about 2009. I was doing research for my book, Murder and Baker Company, when I started getting the emails, as I call them. They were from people I didn't know, people who had heard I was writing about a murdered soldier, and they were all basically saying the same thing. It was really strange. It was like they were reading from a script. All these people from across the country, they all had basically the same story, just with different players. They were writing things like, you know, my son, my daughter, my husband, my brother, whatever the case may be. They've been accused of committing suicide by the military, but when I got the paperwork, their evidence does not support that. I've tried to get them to listen, but they won't listen. And like those Katie dids, the sound of their desperation, you know, it became so loud, I can't ignore them. They literally murdered someone, and they don't care. She was shot execution style in the head. We have evidence, and this is all evidence we take, we took from the military's evidence. Trust me, the NCIS you see on TV is not the real NCIS. The forensic NCIS agent is the gentleman who placed the chair on top of the body. And this took place before any photographs of the crime scene were taken and before any video of the crime scene was taken. Because of your lie, I've committed to investigating my daughter's death and it'll be a cold day in hell before I stop. There's something sinister in the military's response to any family who dares challenge their investigation, their evidence, or their conclusions. I'm being dismissed, I'm being disregarded, so is everyone else, unless it fits their conclusion. Until this happened to my family, I had no clue what was going on behind the scenes and how dirty these investigations can be. I say what I'm about to say, you wouldn't believe the reactions I get and how people look at me, but unfortunately, all I'm doing is telling the truth. I'm embarrassed to admit I was ever in the military. They let me down in every way possible with this situation and when I served, I put up with a lot, just like so many others do. And it takes every ounce of energy I have. If I am somewhere that the national anthem plays and we have to stand, it, it just, I don't want to do it. But unfortunately, it's the right thing to do. But I don't want to be a part of any of it anymore because it was all a lie. We as families mourn the loss of our loved one. But for many of us, we also mourn the loss of the trust and respect we once had for our country. The UCMJ was created by Congress after World War II to protect the rights of service members. Now there's no one looking out for their rights. Over the past dozen years, there's been a culture change in military justice. 
and within the military that change just isn't good. When military members and their families face the military justice system, they often find out that they're being betrayed. River City Charlie is a podcast dedicated to telling the unbelievable true stories of military crime and injustice. My name is Scylla McCain. Please join me and producer Tracy Shue as we embark on a journey to give our nation's service members and their families a voice.